everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. everyone. Hello. Hi. Thanks for joining us for episode 115 of Hop Culture. If you looked at the title of this episode and were like, wait, didn't they just do an installment of Influence two weeks ago? Your eyes aren't playing tricks on you. Today we're talking about tea influencing, what it means, what we think about it, and dipping our toes into the de-influencing pool ourselves. Yeah, so first of all, what does de-influencing mean? Earlier this year, videos started popping up on social media where creators were sharing products that they had bought or tried, but didn't think they were necessary or worth the money. Basically trying to persuade you not to purchase something, which is obviously the opposite of the classic influencer stereotype. So I had seen, I thought it was kind of like an interesting concept or like, you know, just a fun concept. There were, in my opinion, kind of two general categories of de-influencing. So the first was people talking about how just kind of generally speaking, you know, it's normal not to order something on Amazon every day, or it's normal for most of your kids' clothes to be hand-me-downs, or it's normal to have just like one color of blush And, you know, two shades of lip gloss instead of like a whole, you know, drawer of like every shade of makeup you could think of. Like basically people just saying like, hey, you don't need all of this stuff that sometimes social media makes us feel like is normal or everyone has or expected. Um, And those are – I always enjoy those because I think it's nice to have like a dose of reality and realize that sometimes you can really get stuck in the mindset of like – oh man, it must be nice to be able to buy whatever you want all the time, you know? And just to realize like, oh, most people are on a budget and even those of us that have, you know, everything we need, like we can't buy anything we want all the time. Yeah, but then it it sort of just turned into negative product reviews. Like, you know, I tried this viral product and I didn't think it was worth the money. And so we were like, hey, we do that on Hop Culture once a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> we inf- we already invented that. We're like, just this is this is our thing. Uh, but no, seriously, we I mean, we do think that that obviously we think that that is uh, fun to do. Um, there's nothing really wrong with with either type, but there is just a distinction between the two. So one is saying like it's normal or or good even to be content with less, and the other is saying don't waste your money on something specific. So. Today, we're probably going to do a little bit of both. We did see this video that I shared with like, you know, amongst the hop culture group before we recorded this podcast. And did you guys all watch it? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) It was kind of funny. It was this creator and she was talking about um, almost like conspiracy theory level about (laughs) these de-influencing videos. And she was like, first... It started as, you know, a movement for like less consumerism and, you know, um, 
you know, being content with what you have and minimalism and, you know, not needing to buy things all the time. And then the influencers got a hold of it and they worked together. The influencer machine worked together to try to spin it in their favor. They were terrified of like where this could go. And so they just turned it into, no, we'll just tell you what to buy instead of this product we didn't like. And at first I was like, okay, she's taking this like way too far. This is not like, (laughs) there's no like organized body behind we've got to take the de-influencing videos down or it's going to ruin like influencing. But then I actually came across a few videos that were social media experts being like, how could you spin de-influencing in your favor? And I was like, okay, actually, (laughs) she might have had a point. Like, I think influencers were like, "How how can we like spin this to be not negative towards us, you know, which that might be unfair to influencers, but it was kind of funny. I've seen, yeah, I've seen a few posts about that that are like basically the version of de-influencing that is saying like, don't buy this, but buy this instead (laughs) is kind of like a way to establish trust because people obviously by now realize that like influencers are getting paid to promote things and so their opinions on products don't always like mean as much as they should and so by telling everyone like this is something i don't like it's kind of i don't know showing you that that they're not always going to like endorse just like anything Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm kind of like well i don't know it's not i don't know that it's like influencers responsibility to de-influence us yeah Mm -hmm. like exactly it's it's just advertising you know Mm -hmm. and instead of like watching a commercial we're watching it's just maybe like we should be we should be less excited about watching commercials Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i feel like before before influencers people didn't really like to watch commercials and now that's all we do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's that's so true (laughs) it's really true yeah i'm not i don't know sometimes the way i hear people talk about influencers and maybe i just was talking like this a little bit but it's almost like they're this nefarious threat to humanity or something. And it's like, no, we just need to be responsible enough to like limit our exposure, you know, to constant yeah. advertising. And yeah, I don't I, think it's their job to be like, oh, let me tell you all the things not to spend your money on. It's like, no, we just need to be responsible <laughs> yeah. enough to not overspend. <laughs> I was spending too much money when I was on TikTok because I was just too easily influenced and – in order to be responsible, I had to just, like, not ever get on TikTok ever again. Out of and- curiosity, what – because I feel like on TikTok, mostly what I see product-wise are, like, I guess maybe some, like, skincare stuff. But I see so many of those, like, acrylic fridge organizers. I feel like that's 99% <laughs> of the products that I see. And those are not, like, hard for me to resist. So when people say – or, like, I got to get off this app, I'm, like – I'm genuinely curious what people are wanting to buy from TikTok. The thing is, it was very subtle. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like it's just things that are good to have. Like, yeah, maybe an organizational item or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, something to help you clean better. Or, like, they're not bad. Like, they're not bad purchases and, like, you could almost say you need them. Mm -hmm. But if I hadn't ever seen it, I wouldn't know it existed and I wouldn't have wanted it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I saw a bunch of 
Amazon hauls. More on that later. But that's <laughs> too dangerous for me because yeah. Amazon is just just a click away, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, I feel like we've been really – I don't know. We, I kind of was thinking about, like, how we want the vibe of this episode to be. We just thought it would be fun to, like, dip our toes into, like – Oh, I think this is the second time we've said dip our toes. We're really <laughs> just <laughs> dipping our toes into things tonight. We thought it would be uh, fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, sorry for the imagery. I don't know where that's going. That made from. it. I never like. I made it a thousand so times grosser. worse. I know it yeah. is. It sounds so like creepy. We just thought this would be fun. This is all in good fun. It's not mm-hmm. to make anyone feel bad if they have bought something or they like something that we are like. Ah, eh, I'd pass on this, or I don't think you need this. Because I had an experience in high school. I think I've shared this on the podcast before. The subject of how people spend their money or what is important to spend money on or what you shouldn't spend money on, I feel like it can feel really judgmental sometimes if you're not Mm -hmm. careful. And I had an experience in high school, and I think I've shared it on here before. So I was in this poetry class and it was like an elective. And I had this teacher who's kind of interesting. He asked us to bring in an inanimate object, presumably to write a poem about. I can't remember what we even did with it. But, you know, I being the pick me (laughs) 11th grader (laughs) that I was, was like, I'm not going to just grab something out of my locker. I'm going to bring in something like really unique, you know. And I brought in this – we had these like little hot dog or marshmallow roasting sticks that were metal, but they had like a telescoping – they were like telescoping and they also could like – they had like a little wheel you could turn and they would rotate. And they were just fun. I think mom got them for dad for like his birthday or something. He – I remember I like had it on the desk or something. He's like, oh, what is this? And I was like, oh, it's for like roasting hot dogs. And he was like, oh what some people choose to spend their money on. (gasps) And it was was really rude. And I'm sure it's like, I forgive him. I have made dumb comments like that. He probably didn't know that I would remember it. That was a deliberate comment. That wasn't a dumb comment. That was like, and that's like judging your parents even. Exactly. That's why I felt defensive is I was like, don't judge my mom for like buying this for my dad. You have no well, idea. It's a super useful thing. If you have like a fire pit that's or something, how are you supposed to roast thing. a marshmallow? Exactly. Yeah, like, it's a very normal has thing. roasting sticks. Or if you live somewhere like we lived in Alaska, but like when we camped in Utah, there weren't sticks around quite frequently. Depends mm-hmm. on where you live too. That's like a very normal thing to own. But yeah, wow. that, that teacher was, he was always saying like, pretty mean he was pointed he stuff. was he hated our family i don't know what he had against us but he did not like any of us and i don't really know why <laughs> i was like i i do think i was a bad student for him what did like, you do i would always catch his mistakes because we'd get extra credit oh, i forgot about that and he made so many mistakes <laughs> <laughs> he had to like look things up in the dictionary because I'd be like, you misspelled this word. And he'd be like, <laughs> like, oh, oh the hmm. It. He loved hmm. We're being mm-hmm. so mean. Public school teachers are saints. Just this particular teacher. Not him, though. We did not drive. It's work. not an automatic pass. Yeah, if you you're a bad get person, a pass on being just like, <laughs> you don't yeah. get to like, do a certain job I'm trying and it all your cancellations. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Claire, you um, were a public school teacher. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm trying to be nice to them. I know how hard they have it. But yeah, he, he didn't like us. And it just felt really... 
it was such an unfair comment and like out of con- like I was like you have no context for like where this weenie roaster even came from so like why are you being so judgmental so it feels really crummy to have someone judge you for like owning something or liking something or having even more than you need of like a certain item just because you love it and that's not what we ever want to do everyone has things they spend money on just because they love it or it's fun for them and you don't need to feel bad about that so mm-hmm. this is totally just lighthearted. Most of the things that I picked for tonight are things that I have been influenced to do and still do mm-hmm. <laughs> or like want to do so yeah but I'm just acknowledging I don't need it but I, I did it anyway, exactly. you know. <laughs> yeah. T- two weeks ago, we just did an influence episode. Exactly. So, like, clearly, we're just doing everything that we think sounds fun, and there's no... <laughs> there's no judgment attached <laughs> to this. There's no moral behind exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is all just all in good fun. So, let's talk about some things that our family in general would just de-influence people on. I'm going to start by saying microwaves. Because there was a significant period of time when we were growing up that I think our microwave broke. And then I don't know what the holdup was. On, I don't remember on either. I'd one. forgotten about this. I think it was like part of the time I was out of the house. I don't know that I was at home for like most of the no microwave era. Because I think I remember coming home from college and being like, oh, yeah, I forgot you don't have a microwave anymore. <laughs> like yeah. having to- We just didn't have a microwave and it was like. It wasn't oh, you- out of fear of. No, the- it had nothing to do with the radiation. Yeah. No. It was just like, well, we're making do with the stove. I think it was also mom and dad were going to remodel the kitchen. So I think it was kind of – and I think it was when we had the above oven kind of microwave. So my Mm -hmm. guess would be that they were just like, well, why replace it when we're we're planning to remodel anyway? But maybe that wasn't it. No, I think that was it. But like it it. was for so long and it's like (laughs) you could just get one at Goodwill and then give it back to Goodwill when you're done with it. Like – you know, there's no reason to not you could, <laughs> to not get then, a temporary microwave for like a period of years. You'd be you like know? me and Dave who bought one on Facebook Marketplace seven years ago, mm-hmm. and we still have that microwave. <laughs> We've never upgraded, so maybe Mom didn't <laughs> want to get stuck in in like that rut personally. But yeah, I forgot about that. I know people that live without them for like health reasons. I I couldn't do it, but my hat's off to you. You know. Microwaveless folks. Um, I would also just say paper towels or Kleenex. <laughs> we just went without. <laughs> we used napkins for everything. Mm-hmm. For everything. For every anti-paper towels and Kleenex. Can mm-hmm. someone explain why? I've never really understood it. Well, the Kleenex thing makes sense. Like because you could it's use like toilet what? paper. It's like you're going to have a bunch of little boxes of Kleenex everywhere. You have toilet paper everywhere. It's the same thing. <laughs> Mom doesn't like anything on surfaces. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. Want, She doesn't want it on a surface. <laughs> well, and I think probably, I mean, she grew up in like the, you know, 70s and 80s when like tissue box holders were a thing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's very true. I'm sure there was some like, because now I don't feel like people even really have tissues. I, I don't know. Haven't they kind of died out a little bit? Maybe I would love to hear feedback genuinely because it's one of those things. Dave actually, when we did that episode about like weird things families do, we were trying to brainstorm some. And then later he was like, I guess the fact that your family doesn't have Kleenex or paper towels is kind of weird. (laughs) You're right. I just, I just never even notice it at other people's houses. I, I never. The paper towel thing is kind of weird, but like, 
I've I've never been in someone's house and seen tissues. Yeah, I have. That's true. Paper Are people using them? Yeah, I have. When, especially if you stay at someone's house, you'll notice that they have like tissues around. I actually um, recently was asking Matt, like, should we get tissues? And he was like, I kind of don't like tissues. So I guess we're a no tissue family. <gasps> Wow. I only feel self-conscious when people are over and they're like, do you have a tissue? And I'm like, no. People ask (laughs) I'll get you some toilet paper. I just get them a fresh roll. I'm like, here, I'll get you a new one. (laughs) Wow. Because I don't want them to be like, I don't know, maybe it's gross to use one for the bathroom. I don't know. I'm new to this. So I actually recently bought some. That's true. I recently bought some for when we have like guests. <laughs> I do. And I, I have not been offered a tissue at your house. Well, you have to ask. That's how it works. <laughs> but I do buy paper towels. She um, keeps them on like an upper shelf. Yeah, for... away from the children. Um, the thing about paper towels is like you have to. It's hard to like rip the paper towel off. It's kind of actually handier to just like grab a napkin. Mm-hmm. If you have like a mess on your hands, like literally on your hands. Well, but a napkin is so small and. They're thin, I too. I don't know. They don't do the trick for me. But we, I feel like we used cloth towels. And if you use, if you have paper towels, the instinct is to just grab one of those when mm-hmm. really yeah. you could use a more sustainable option. If you didn't have them, you would probably just go for a towel. That's so true. Yeah. Um, mom was green for her time. <laughs> she yeah. really was. That, like before that, it was She was trendy. pretty green. Yeah. I don't know. Was that the pa- what? The paper towel thing stemmed from? That's I a great that- question. I wish that we had asked her before this episode because I'd love to hear um, the reasons why. I just remember going grocery shopping with her and putting like produce in like a bag and she's like, you don't need a bag. <laughs> just put it right on the, in the car. That, yeah. Mom taught me that too. <laughs> and then a, a lady at Walmart actually like – I like – like she like startled Looking at my, because I was putting things, and I put a single lime without a bag on the thing. It's a lime, you know. It has a, it mm-hmm. has a covering, a natural covering. And she was like, <laughs> and she, she picked it up, and she was like, "Is this yours?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Oh, I just thought someone put it in your cart." She was very confused. Anyway, uh, so apparently that's very, that's not normal at all. So we could add that I never to the put list. produce in in bags. I even put like wet lettuce just in the cart. Yeah, me too sometimes. Oh. <laughs> we talked about baby gates, right? I thought we I can't remember if we talked about that amongst ourselves or on the podcast. I feel like it was on the podcast, but one thing that we didn't mention was that we had a dog that wasn't supposed to go up and down the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> so rather than using a baby gate, our dad <laughs> built a little thing that blocked the stairs and there was like wasn't there orange duct tape on it there's orange duct tape it was like some kind of like plexiglass right yeah oh, yeah Pe- people would trip like over it and it would fall down the stairs yeah it was see-through <laughs> like, but very confusing <laughs> the lengths that we went to to not use a baby gate and then <laughs> it was just like a tiny little block that was just like a one by four or something as uh-huh. well do you remember mm-hmm. that one? Yes. it was just a little tiny block of wood <laughs> <laughs> i love that i i don't think i was there for that um that that does seem very apropos though i feel like um another thing was just like and this is probably lots of families but any kind of like extraneous beverage you know like 
Mm -hmm. having like sodas on hand or like juice on hand. Mm -hmm. We just never had that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, mom had her drink, but she usually would go and get a drink. It wasn't like... I'm trying to remember if she had cans of she, pop on she hand, had but like cans, cans. But she, but we wouldn't just have cans of like, drink. like some random like diet lemon lime mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. That, like oh, if yeah, you went to totally. a friend's house, they would just have like a fridge with soda in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now yeah, Grace's that was fridge just is completely soda. Grace has a drink fridge. <laughs> I made mine just a drink fridge, so <laughs> there isn't a food one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I which I'm kind of I'm the same way because if you have. I feel like if you have little kids, they will just guzzle it down mm-hmm. and That's be begging true. for it. So I totally understand. But um, I do find myself when we have like guests, I will try to be like, oh, have a drink. Go buy something so you can offer them a drink. Because <laughs> it just like doesn't come naturally at all. Yeah. Like and we had a play date and – and we don't drink coffee, so that's another thing I'm always kind of like, oh, I am I wonder if it would be normal to, like, offer coffee, but we don't drink coffee. So I'm just like, oh, would you like something to drink? I'm like, I have water or Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now let's talk about some things that we personally would de-influence people on. Um, I would like to say I think it might relate to – something grace put but i was gonna say those like no zero waste living videos i'm not saying that you shouldn't do this but you shouldn't feel bad (laughs) if um sometimes i see those and i'm the type of person i think i would get sucked in if i didn't have luke to ground me and like remind me that i don't need to like save my shower water to like use on my plants and like not ever throw away anything you know like Mm -hmm. uh because sometimes i see those videos and i'm very tempted to just like let's go no waste i get sucked zero waste but all i'm saying is if you uh, if you choose not to live a zero waste lifestyle as most people do you're not you're not you're not the one causing climate change you're you're not single-handedly responsible for Mm -hmm. uh as the book we read last week said no one can do every good thing all the time it's just not possible exactly exactly i was gonna say reusable ziploc bags in the same vein it depends i mean it depends really i would just if you are tempted to buy reusable ziploc bags what i would think through is how hard, like, how consistent am I at hand washing things that are really hard to wash and dry? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so true. Because they're so hard to clean. And I realized that, like, I think I go through maybe a bag of, like, one one little box of Ziploc bags a year or less. Like, maybe every two years I go through a box of Ziploc bags. That's, like, just not very much mm-hmm. plastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so much effort to use those those bags. They're so hard to clean. They're hard to clean. And I <laughs> yeah. find myself just avoiding using them. Like, mm-hmm. and because we have some little reusable, like, um, snack bags that I got at Aldi. And they're, they're cute. But, like, I find myself just 
uh, shamefully using a regular Ziploc bag because I'm packing lunches and I'm like, I can't, I'm just going to grab a Ziploc. Or I just find myself using like a small little Tupperware. And finally, yeah, I'm like, why don't I just buy more small little Tupperwares? Because I can put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, it's easier to just use a Tupperware or like just use a like put your cottage cheese Tupperware in the dishwasher and reuse it one time for something that is messier. Like mm-hmm. there's so many other things that you could do. And if you I mean, if you really think you'll use them, get them. But otherwise, I would say the amount of materials that were wasted to make those, unless you are really consistently going to use them, you probably waste more buying them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not using them. And I also was going to say the produce bags that you can bring into grocery stores. But then I (laughs) realized the reason I don't like those is because I don't use a produce bag, which we just talked about earlier. (laughs) So if you use produce bags, those are probably handy to have. Yeah, I actually have kind of wanted to to try those, but I just – I worry I would not be consistent at remembering to bring them with me. But yeah, I don't feel like I use that many produce bags, period. If you you keep them in your like reusable shopping bag, then they're easy to bring in. You're assuming I use a reusable shopping bag. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Um, Our giant eagle has gone to paper bags and you have to pay for them. And so I always forget. And I do have reusable bags. I never bring them. I remember it Aldi and, Gi- er, and Trader Joe's, but not Giant Eagle for some reason. So I refuse to pay. So every time I'm just like, oh, no bags. And I just put like a cart full of things back in the cart loose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes they take pity on me and they're like, next time. like, And they just oh. give me bags anyway. And I feel really bad. But I'm just like, they see how much stuff I have. And I'm like proudly refusing to play the bag. That is one thing. To, <laughs> that's one yeah. thing if you shop at, at Mark's, because I do that too, but I usually don't have that many groceries. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's not as embarrassing. But at Mark's, they put a little sticker on every single item that says paid. Oh, I noticed so if you that. Don't have, if you don't put something in a bag, they will put a sticker on every single wow. item. Wow. But wait, bags, <laughs> they had plastic bags. It's self-check. I well, I just I I refuse to use shopping like oh. if I forget my reusable bags, I just wow wow use great. bags wow living on the high <laughs> I'm road so green. yeah no I just like buy like eight things at a time so it just doesn't seem I'm necessary. I'm embarrassed to admit I was like oh great I'm low on plastic bags <laughs> I'm glad I got a few I use them I use them for diapers for garbage in the car like I really do use all of my plastic bags again so I don't feel that bad. But I was like, oh, finally, somewhere else that still use Walmart and Mark still use plastic bags. I'm so grateful. <laughs> Don't judge me. This is kind of a broad category, um, but just like the the fountain of youth, uh, you don't have to dip your toes. <laughs> so much toe <laughs> dipping. Um, I just. What is the fountain? I don't understand. I, okay, I'll I know. I was like, is this a brand of skincare? No, it's just all of the, like, I just, on my TikTok feed, there's, like, a a lot of girls, like, my age paying for, like, baby Botox and, um, like, just so much skincare that's really expensive. What's that one? La Mer? La Mer? Mm. Um, Just, like, you know, really fancy skincare. Basically, I feel like right now it's a big thing to stay like, 
youthful forever and like preserve your skin. And I'm not saying I feel like uh, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying if you don't have time for that, you shouldn't feel bad that like you're not going to, you know, you're going to get wrinkles, you mm-hmm. know, at a normal age. Because <laughs> I just think it like sometimes I'm like, I forgot my sunscreen and um, <laughs> it's it's going to be okay. <laughs> like I, I don't think that you have to spend like tons of money going to get Botox and, and whatnot if that's not uh, something that's a priority for you. I just don't think you need to feel bad. Um, I do wish yeah, we could just kind of- all agree because Let's all get the old stress. At the same yeah, I'm like the stresses is, is mm-hmm. like half of the people my age are doing the fountain of youth, and so I'm going to look by comparison mm-hmm. like a decade older. And mm-hmm. let's all just sign something that we're going to age naturally. <laughs> <laughs> and it, no, I'm just kidding. As we said, if you want to do Botox, we're giving so many disclaimers. You're you guys are all coming better. into You're my disclaimer look corner. The rest of us, exactly. We're all gonna be mad. But. We're gonna regret that we listened to you know this episode of Hop Culture that told you not to get Botox. But as soon as I can afford the Fountain of Youth, <laughs> I was I gonna say, Anne, I couldn't sense. I know exactly. that you were not I'm on just, board. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're on a budget, don't. No, feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I. I totally get what you're saying because it is very stressful to be like, oh, by I, the time I get Botox, everybody else is well, getting have it for been 10 getting years. Botox for 10 years. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, uh, it's just stressful. It's making me age quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Can I give a super specific one? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those cameras, the earwax cameras? Well, Grace has one, right? Mm-hmm. Where you stick it in your ear and you can see inside your ear and like scrape out whatever's in there. We got one and I hate it so much. Because <gasps> <laughs> it gets really hot and it's scary. Okay, I didn't realize it got hot. Yeah, that's that hot. <laughs> really concerning. <laughs> um, it's way too gross. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what's in there. And like Matt tried it first. And I was gagging and I had to like walk into a different room. And then I was so scared to try it on myself. And apparently I have like a lot of peach fuzz like in my ear. And so I couldn't even really like see anything. So that was kind of disappointing. And then like what I could see was too gross. And (laughs) I kind of feel like it can't possibly be good to be like probing around in your ear. It does. No, I got mine. Yeah, like a bad because idea. I had an earache. My ear had been. Remember, my ear had been hurting, and then it plugged up, and I couldn't hear anything out of it. Remember when my hearing went out of my ear? Yeah, for but a while, why Claire? not just go to the doctor? <laughs> because a doctor visit was going to be significantly more money than that little thing, and I thought maybe I'll just take a little look first, <laughs> and then by the time I got it and took a look, and there wasn't anything in there that was be causing my hearing to be gone eventually just came back. So I'm glad I saved the money. I guess that's true. I just think that the internet has made medical devices too accessible to the average mm-hmm, Joe. Mm-hmm. This is a great example of that. <laughs> but it does seem like it shouldn't be legal or like it, this shouldn't be something that like we can get our hands on. When Grace let me yeah. try it, I was like, I'm having so much fun, but this doesn't feel right. Like I don't feel 
peace about I think we, using this. No, we need the power to come back into the hands of the people. Yeah, in some ways I agree. Like <sighs> We need to remove the like Wizard of Oz curtain from ear doctors. Wow. What I Speaking want of conspiracy like, theories. <laughs> an, is it called an otoscope? Auto the thing that you that doctors look in your ear with? I should know, but I don't. I, I don't know. know. That sounds right. I learned that from Daniel Tiger and <laughs> I don't know. They have like Canadian accents and I'm not sure if they if we say it'd be an udoscope if it was a Canadian accent. <laughs> wouldn't it? Well I'm like yeah, I don't know. Who knows what it really is. But um I do kind of get annoyed that like I have to go to the doctor for them to look in my kid's ear and tell me if it's <laughs> actually like, a good point. I want to actually just like look inside myself and just like it can't be that hard. Well literally they they put they put the little thing up and they go, Oh, that's infected like a millisecond yeah. after they look in yeah. it. So I'm like it can't be that yeah. hard. I'm yeah, I'm not saying we don't need doctors. I'm just saying like can we do some stuff at home? <laughs> this is gonna get this conversation's gonna get us like kicked off of iTunes, I feel like. We gotta be careful. <laughs> this is all in good fun, folks. We love doctors. We're grateful for them. But okay, now you're going too far the other way. I, <laughs> I'm. I love public school teachers. I love medical professionals. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to help us. You are a school. You were a school teacher, and you're married to a medical. Professional, yeah. If anything, so. you're putting yourselves up on like some. Sort you're of right. Yeah, I'm exactly. so sorry. Some of us chose, you know, a life of public service. That's all I can say. <laughs> okay, I have a broad, you know, de-influence. I feel like it's okay. If there are large portions of parenting that are just not your thing mm -hmm. and you just you just don't do them, not like basic care or like interacting with your kids, but like, for example, I'm not great at like playing with my kids. I'm just not very good at it. It's not my thing. I have lots of things I like to do with them and I don't use it as an excuse to be like, well, I'm just going to ignore them. I find other ways to connect and there's plenty of things I do with them. But that's just not something I'm, I've never been great at it. I've never been good at like, I can do it for like a few minutes at a time. I hate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. Like I have, I still honestly feel a little guilty, especially when I see other, especially moms. I feel like <sighs> this is stereotyping, but I often am like, oh, playing with the kids is dad's job. <laughs> dad thing. And that's not true. But when I see other moms who are really good at playing, I'm like, oh, man, like, I feel bad for my kids because I'm just not like very good at at like playing imaginative games for like a prolonged period of time or like playing trucks, you know. Um, but there's other things. I know some parents that are just like do not like doing like a lot of fanfare around holidays. That's okay. Or I know Lots of parents that don't like doing like art projects. That's okay. Like if there's something that you are just like, this is stressful for me. I don't enjoy it. It doesn't bring me warm fuzzies towards my child. It just causes like a mess and stress and bad feelings in the home. Just that's okay. Release it into the wild, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. find what works for your family, what you actually enjoy doing together and lean into that. And that's why we have a village, right? Is there's other people. Like, I'm always so grateful when we get together with family and there's like a family member who's really good at doing, you know, at 
you know, taking us on a fun adventure. There's a family member who brings like a fun art project or there's a there's an aunt who, you know, is really good at playing games or, you know, like Grace is so good is at playing. Is Dave's side of the family? No, I was thinking of us too. These are all Grace. Yeah. I was going to say Grace is the Grace. aunt that's good at playing games because I am also, I'm like, I'm just really not good at much because I'm also not great at playing games. <laughs> Um, but Grace will play like complicated games with Ella that would be hard for me to do, especially with little kids around. So it's like so nice to have someone who likes doing that and who is available to kind of like take her aside and do that. You know, so it's like that's why you have a village is other people can hopefully provide that experience for your child if you <laughs> yeah. don't want to. I mean, uh, playing with kids is what, like, other kids are for. That's what I That's think. so true. Playing with kids. That's a, we need to cross-stitch that I'm on something. I'm always trying to tell Gwen. I'm always trying to, like, put her down on, on the ground and, like, give her toys and be like, let's do independent play. And I, I'm excited for the day when that, that actually works. Let's do independent play. Oh, man. Independent play is the biggest scam and lie that parenting Instagrammers have ever sold us. But I was a great independent player once I was like six. You were not. You roped Anne into doing your bidding. Anne was like your shadow. You were not an independent player. I played 12 hours a day, six with Anne, six by myself. Mm -hmm. Grace could play hard. That's true. Work hard, play hard. That was totally yep, her motto. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I give a general? This isn't a de-influence, but this is how I de-influence myself when I want to buy something. Mm-hmm. Sure, I can tell myself no. I have two questions that I like to ask myself. Question one: Would I still want this if it were another brand or another color or another look? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I want something really bad, but. If it were like a just more utilitarian version that wasn't like cute or wasn't like a a cool brand, would I would I really want it still? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. No, at I, all. Get I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh-huh. it doesn't make, make sense to you. Well, like clothing. Like, what like, would I want not, these not cute clothing. shoes if they were ugly? No, clothes don't make <laughs> no. sense. But like, like a Stanley cut, like a Stanley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How dare you? I know, have just... no. I like my Stanley, but like, <laughs> but if you're trying to talk yourself out of it, it's like, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. I have a lot of water bottles, and like, would I want? Would I want just like a random tumbler from another brand in like black? Maybe I'm pushing back but like, because I don't want to know the truth, which is yeah, I don't want to live that kind of life. <laughs> no, I'm just I saying it's useful if you're is- <laughs> if you're wanting to talk yourself out of something. You can still buy it. I don't. I have two Stanleys. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to say that like you can't buy anything that you don't need. I'm just saying that's a it's a useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question. No, it is. It is Ugh, the brand hard, thing is really hard for me. I feel like I get sucked in really easy to brands. And I'm trying to, like, release myself from that because you're right, Grace. Sometimes you're, like, sucked in because it's just, like, it just has, like, that tag on it that says the brand. Like, it has the little logo somewhere on it. And there's something about it that just mm-hmm. brings you it joy. It makes you think it's, but it's, it's like, cuter than it or, like, more useful, yeah, more yeah, functional than it, than it is. I always want to buy, like, really cute kitchen stuff, like a cute pan. 
like mm-hmm. yeah that's another example that i was thinking of was that like, like the i don't actually need those at all what is it like the all in what's that all in one pan I always want that. Me too. And then I, but it's like, you have to think to yourself, like, do I, would I want just like a nonstick pan from a a generic brand? No, I don't need that. I have enough pans. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If I needed a pan, then maybe I would buy that one because it's, Mm -hmm. you know, cute and nice, but like, I just don't need one. So I won't buy it. The other question I asked myself is, could I get by with something I already own? And if I could, have I been doing that? Because sometimes the other thing I do is I convince myself that like, like for instance, I really want a new tent because the tent I have is the cheapest one that Walmart has and it's not cute and, you know, but how much do I go camping? Not enough to warrant a new tent. Mm -hmm. So if I can show myself that I camp enough to get a new tent, then I can get one. But like, Mm -hmm. I can't just get a new tent and say, well, if I had a cuter tent, I'd go camping because mm-hmm. yeah. I wouldn't because I have a tent and I don't camp that much. Mm. Those are great yeah. questions, Grace. Mm-hmm. Can I give a tip that everyone knows? Um, I have just been – I feel like I'm really tempted to just impulse buy clothing a lot, like especially kind of cheaper, like trendy clothes from like Amazon or Walmart or – H&M or Old Navy. So instead of buying them, I've just been saving them on like my various wish lists on each website. And then I can kind of, I tell myself it so that the next time I'm making an order from that site, I can just like easily look through, you know, the things that I want and add them all to my cart or whatever. But what usually happens is I look back and I'm like, I am so glad I didn't buy that. My especially my Amazon one. Like mm-hmm. I look mm-hmm. back at my Amazon wish list and I am shocked at some of the things that I have. <laughs> I would love to see it. <laughs> there are especially the clothes that like they kind of get really, really popular on all the different Instagrams and stuff that are like basically just like cheap clothes from amazon you know Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh that's so cute and then it's probably really low quality and it was really trendy and a few months later it's not even in style anymore so that's how i talk myself out of i love that i love that this has turned into like tip corner yeah like (laughs) i love it on that note uh back to my amazon hauls that i always see I feel sometimes like I get sucked into like Amazon, uh, like the idea of like buying clothes on Amazon. And I don't know. I just feel like sometimes the prices on Amazon are actually comparable to other maybe higher quality yeah. prices. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. just get sucked in because it's like, look what I found. On Amazon, of all places, it's, yeah. it's like, well, it's so true. Shop it, like, yeah. yeah, for the same price. That is like, so true. And half the else. time, they're not. I mean, that's I think why people love to share. Like, look what I found on Amazon. Almost because it's so rare to find a good piece of clothing. Because okay. usually, like, fits well and <laughs> really thin and like yeah. the wrong size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it's a like different really like uh, like the print is like just printed on. It's just like <laughs> it really is something wrong. But we all. 
all yeah. get sucked into it. We're like, oh, have you seen the Amazon dress that took the world by storm? You know, and it's like, yeah. there are, I've found some cute things on Amazon, but like, I agree with you, Tess. That's such a good point. It's like, we're all just looking for the diamond in the rough on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's like, it's look it. other places. There's other stores you yeah. can buy something from. It's so true. It's always though, for me, it's before a trip because I've left mm-hmm. things to the 11th hour and I'm like, what could I order that would be here in 36 hours? <laughs> yeah, that's when Amazon <laughs> really comes in clutch. Her Amazon haul before a summer trip one time. Hey. And they were cute stuff, <laughs> cute things, but it was just like so funny. No, I know what haul that was, <laughs> and that's panic. mean because I kept some of the stuff and I still wear no, some of it. it was cute stuff. It just was like the, the fear. <laughs> it was a bit of panic. I was actually looking through my past orders for this episode And there were a lot of – it was a graveyard of past mistakes because a lot of it was returned. (laughs) But I was like, oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, that one. I was like, I forgot about a lot of this stuff. And I just, on our influence, talked about an Amazon pair of pants I liked. So I found good things on there. But I agree. It's like we think there's some magic that's happening on Amazon. And it's like, no, most of this stuff is not good quality. Just let's (laughs) accept it. Um. I have another Amazon thing I've gotten sucked into, speaking of which, and this is just my opinion, but kids' cameras, I have had nothing but disappointment and regret with, and I don't know why we keep getting sucked into buying our kids' watches and cameras on Amazon, thinking that, A, they'll... I just really want them to know how to read a clock. I'm really worried about that. (laughs) Um, But they never wear them. They get lost. And they're very difficult to set. And then the cameras are – I don't know why I thought it was going to be like magically like, oh, because this is a kid's digital camera, it will be like more fun for them. It dawned on me after two – wasting money on two different cameras that I was like – Wait, I could have just bought them like a regular, just like digital, small digital camera, like a low quality digital camera. And it yeah, would those have been, are probably so cheap now. Yeah. And the the kids' ones that we have bought are tiny. You can barely see like the screen to see the preview of your photo. They come like the they're terrible quality. When you do plug it into your computer, it they're like grainy and terrible. Um, the, you, the kids need your help to like plug it into the computer, obviously. So it's a big pain. They have games on them. I don't know why everything for kids has to have games on it, but it's annoying because they're like begging me to play games on their tiny camera screen throughout the day. (laughs) (laughs) They're, I don't know. It's just like a huge pain in the neck and they have all these extra features that aren't needed. And then I was like, wait, why didn't we just not get them just like a small little cheap digital camera that they could actually use like throughout their teenage years if they needed to or wanted to and and not I don't know these little cheapy kid just because it's marketed to kids it's like it's a worse camera basically so (laughs) that is something that I personally feel like is a waste of money um I have one last one which is (laughs) this is an old an old time favorite of the family but I'm finally speaking up about it Jergens Natural Glow Tanning Lotion. <laughs> it's a placebo. Claire, I'm so mad You're you. gonna make tests. So mad. <laughs> it's a placebo. There <gasps> this is, is gonna no, cause a rip. There is no active ingredient in that lotion. And are you kidding me? I've been using it for years. I've, been I've never seen a shadow of a difference. Like 
for weeks because I went back to it and people and people were like, "Wow, your legs are so tan." Is it? So, are you using I the mean, light to medium? me to to let me know that she was? I just wanted Anne to know because I just felt like it was going to come out eventually, and I just thought we should get the conversation <laughs> out of the way. It's fake. It's not it's fake. It's not news. fake. It has so many good reviews and so many before and after pictures. I think you guys are putting it on wrong. Well, I think you have to use it. I, I think, think you have to be every, applying it like twice putting, a day or something for yeah, there to be any difference. For, no, just once for a day. Every once single day. day. I don't know. I just I don't know who to believe. I've had I've had it for like since I was a teenager and I, I just so don't does. think it's real. I feel like maybe it's like different people's skin reacts different because my skin Wait. gets so tan, not so tan, but like the perfect amount that I want with just the light to medium. And it gets like too tan with the medium to dark. <laughs> Claire, so. is this the same, the same self tanning lotion that would get like Big orange no, no, streaks no. on like, your knees. That was real, like, you know, unadulterated sunless tanning lotion. This, the Jergens Natural oh, okay. Glow is like, it really is for people like me who can't apply sunless tanner in a responsible way. And it's basically just like <laughs> a baby dose that's like mostly lotion, but there's like, you know, a whisper of tanning lotion. And if you applied it three times a day, for a month, you might see like a shadow of a Claire. difference. I'm just kidding. So I'm sorry. Mean. I'm glad it's working for you. I'm happy it works for you. I just don't. I've never seen any proof that it does anything. And so I would love it to. That's the thing. It would be great if it did. But I just, I don't know. Some of us want a baby dose. Yeah. And I think maybe that's like, just don't expect it to do the same thing as like a foam or a... I get hasty. That's why I've had so many problems with sunless tanner in the past (laughs) is I'm not cut out for like a gradual, you know, build on tan. So that's on me. But I'm just saying, again, if you're in an Amazon Prime type situation before a vacation, this is not the lotion for you. (laughs) You need to bring out the big guns because you need an overnight transformation. That's not the Jergens Natural Glow, unfortunately. I will concede to that. Okay. Well, thanks, everyone, for participating. Hopefully, no one felt like we uh, were, like, judgmental about it. The thing is, I buy so much oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. We love buying oh, stuff. Random we'll stuff. never judge I you I love for to it. buy yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So this was more just, like, things that we... I'm not giving. I know we're disclaimer. so disclaimer heavy. <laughs> this was just we have done. I love of all the episodes enough. you've done. We're so worried people are going to think like we don't like to buy stuff. We're like we love buying stuff. Please <laughs> believe us. Trust, Trust us. us. <laughs> Buy Amazon orders. <laughs> um. So with no more disclaimers, let's move on to weekly wins. <laughs> well. I was in Cleveland um, for a few days because Matt is on a 10-day vacation (laughs) in Switzerland (laughs) with some of his family. Um, And so I was like, I don't want to be alone quite that long. So um, Claire and Grace graciously welcomed me to... Um, graciously welcomed you. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of like a fun name for Cleveland. Does it have a name? Clee, Cleveland. Um, Cleveland. Uh, the city by the lake. 
the biggest little city in the Midwest. Well, the great American city, remember? That's what our friend Stephen called it. (laughs) They graciously welcomed me to the great American city of Cleveland. Um, And I had so much fun. Um, I have said in the past that Cleveland is a forsaken city um and i take it wow, back because so i think it really <laughs> made clear that it did um, cleveland is like family where like i can joke about it but if someone else says something mean about it i'm real mad real it's fast it's got really high highs and really low lows so like there's so much to do it's really cool and then there's also You're being so positive got like, some problems are- um <laughs> for example we had an incident at a Taco Bell. <laughs> who, who, can, who can tell it? Well, I want to start by saying we tried to go to the Taco Bell that I usually go to, and it was closed for breakfast, so we had to go to the one that in our Taco Bell episode I referenced as being not a good one. It's the one right by my house. <laughs> and we actually had one of our friends who listened said she went there and had a horrible experience, too. So. <laughs> oh, no. This is a terrible Taco Bell. We all wanted to try the California <laughs> breakfast crunch wrap that Tess spoke so highly of. Tess's recommendation. That was so the activity we went- for the day. <laughs> it was it was me, Claire, Anne, and Dave. And then like some of the kids. And all four of us four ordered it. Kids. Oh my god. We, we all ordered the same thing, That's but we too all much got pressure. We all got a different thing the results <laughs> were they four brought, different and things and them were right <laughs> we up, Anne and i had one that had like a big sausage patty in it instead of bacon claire's oh. maybe didn't have any meat at all <laughs> had a few little like tiny bits of sausage oh, i liked <laughs> mine i was the only one who was okay <laughs> i actually it's liked like, it just fine how did they th- it's supposed to come with bacon how did we get two different types of sausage? <laughs> yeah. And then Dave went back and and said, like, oh, this one has – it has sausage. He just took one back just because, like, to be nice we and not take all four. It. Yeah. And so they remade it, and they were, they were really nice. She was like, so nice us. about it. She's like, thanks for letting us make it right. That's so But sweet. then we – it was know, so she nice. she was really nice. But then the new one had, like, sour cream – if he has to put like, different kinds of potatoes, <laughs> it was just so funny because they were just so inconsistent. It was so funny. It was more just like that. It was every person's had different stuff. Different stuff inside. Okay, but Grace and Anne took bites first. No, what went in, and they just were like looking at a picture, like trying to zoom in. Maybe, yeah. yeah I don't know. I just. You know, I'm a Taco Bell, you know, I'm coming back from a long time away. So (laughs) I really do. I'm not used to at a fast food place how many options there are. There's so many options for how to like customize it, you know. So that to me, I didn't even know what was going to end up coming in mind because I was so overwhelmed. I was just like, oh, this looks good. So then I bit into it. I didn't even know anything was wrong. And I was like, hmm, tastes good. And then (laughs) Anna and Grace took bites and they were like, disappointed they both had like this sad they were, they were looking at each other and they're like disappointment and stuff oh, no. <laughs> they were really sad they so were nobody like got sausage. to try the yeah, real I don't, deal and nobody liked it well i yeah. liked 
I liked what I got, and if it had bacon in it, I would have liked it even more. So I will get it for like three seventy. It was a hearty, filling, protein-packed breakfast. Uh-huh. I would, yeah, I would, <laughs> I yeah. would eat it again. I'd go back and get it and late enough. If you get it at eleven, you could count it as lunch. That's, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> we kind of did. We were almost. Well, mm-hmm. I was panicking because after our first, the first one was closed. <laughs> we felt like so dumb because okay, the first one. Don't just say it was closed for breakfast. It was, oh, that's it right. Was it was closed <laughs> because it didn't have water. It had no hot water. <laughs> it had water, just not hot water. water. And that's that's the nice one. I kept calling it the nice one. The nice one. Dave starts driving, and I'm like, "No, we're going to the nice one." And he's like, "What's the nice one?" Like, Described where it was that it was closed. You know, hot water. So we start driving the next one, and I'm like, "I hope they're still serving breakfast." And he's like, "It's 10:20. We have 40 minutes." And I was like, "You never know." <laughs> Taco Bell. It's true. You never know. Oh man. Um, the breakfast quesadilla. That was also like a little surprise delight. I thought that's what that the kids good. got. Yeah, and it was cheap. The funniest part, though, was we're all like, oh, we're supposed to have bacon. We got sausage. And in the middle of it, Molly takes a bite of her quesadilla that did have bacon. And she just goes, mmm, bacon. <laughs> we're like, oh, way to rub it in. <laughs> oh. But I thought it, we had a blast. <laughs> so We had so much fun. I yeah. didn't mind. <laughs> Grace and Anne were so sad, though. Their disappointment was pretty tragic. It is really like sad when when your Taco Bell ordered. Well, I don't know. Grace Grace wouldn't go back and and ask when she was here. She wanted to try the Kirksville Taco Bell, and so we came and they got her order wrong, and uh, she got a little testy with me for suggesting that she what? take it back. Oh, my word. <laughs> not really, but she was just like, I just didn't no, want I'm gonna, to. I'm not going to do it. No. <laughs> <gasps> well, we actually said we needed Luke there. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I wish Luke, Luke was has, here. Luke He's really good up. at handling. Yeah. I just like, that. like I, I agree with Claire that it is the risk you take when you go to Taco Bell. You get what you get. You don't throw a fit. Mm-hmm. But you well, might privately just feel fit. pretty sad. Yeah. Um, well, my weekly win is just that um, for Mother's Day, I got a new camera lens. I got like a, it's like a shorter lens for portraits. And I am very excited about how like clear I can get Gwen's face in pictures because I just need to capture all of her chub just like perfectly <laughs> And so it's just been very fun to experiment. And uh, I've also discovered presets. I know I'm like years late to the game, but it's very exciting. Um, so <laughs> I don't have a good way to end. Sorry. <laughs> I was looking at her pictures again just to see how cute they were. Um, yeah, it turned out really Tess cute. Tess has taken some killer, some killer snaps with this new lens. I have to say, she sent us some pics of Gwen, I'm, and they are to die for. She's the motivation I need to finally like mm-hmm. break out my camera and actually like learn how to take good pictures because uh, you just needed the right subject. Mm-hmm. I just needed exactly. I needed a muse. And oh, she is she such a muse. Right yeah. She really is like a Renaissance era muse. She totally <laughs> is. She's a cherub. Yeah, she totally is. <laughs>
Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.